Blog Talk Radio. In the third year of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. That is right. This is not a test. It's the... Real thing. My name is Jason Dias alongside... Kiki Culpepper. Two generations with... One mission. To recruit an army of digital disciples. For the glory of God. And that's what we're doing. I don't know that we've ever had an email from your pastor no. just as we start the show. It works, though. And it's a perfect thing, too, because, of course, your church, because yeah. of Worst Best... We have to move to TBRM this for the next two weeks, so if... It's a bit closer to y'all. Please come out. It's closer to you. Yeah. yeah really close but. to y'all. But it's a great... It, it, I actually thought about contacting your pastor, Pastor McCollum, because the book of Daniel, which is what we're talking about today, in some ways, that's a great analogy because Daniel is going to get taken far away and surrounded by something, but his faith isn't going to change. Your church could have church right here in Chick-fil-A, but it's yeah. still going to be a church about Jesus and a church about God. Yeah. So imagine if we were taken to some strange foreign land like Seguin, where there is no Chick-fil-A. <laughs> but there is an on-the-grind, yes. though, so... We would still do our show the same way, wouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah, nothing would change. I know that. where the on-the-grind is in yes, Seguin. Yes, that's right. And uh, let's talk about when and where we are in the Bible. It is about 605 B.C., and like Ezekiel, it is one of the only two books of the Bible written in a foreign land, the foreign land of Babylon. And Kiki is going to tell us who wrote it and some of the unique features of the book. Well, who wrote the book? It's Daniel, because as we were saying, we were talking about Daniel, that he went to a faraway land, that he came, but he still talked the same. He is a fearless prophet of God that God sent to his people to redeem another judge to come and save his people from captivity. It's the only book in the Old Testament that uses the word Messiah throughout mm. it. And Daniel mentions the word kingdom often, more than often than any other Old Testament book. He mentions it 50 times, yeah. which is just so much more foreshadowing. The closer you get to the New Testament, it's foreshadowing deeper into it. I was hoping you were going to say foreshadowing because that is such a great, such a great word, especially for the book of Daniel. Also, right in the middle of the book of Daniel, he switches to writing in the language of Aramaic, which is the language that Jesus speaks. We become conditioned as Americans to think Props of the Bible. Props to him, bilingual. Yes, man. bilingual guy, very very smart guy, um, and and truly administered by the angel of God, uh, Michael and. Gabriel. Um, we all know the story of Daniel in the lion's yeah. den and the Veggie Tales, Meshach, Shadrach, oh, and Abednego. I love uh, so. we, this is not the first time we've mentioned no, Veggie Tales. No, on although this I think show. last week was the first time we got an office reference tossed in, so I was very proud of yes. that. So that part you can Multi-culture. read about, but we really want to talk today is the connection between the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation. In fact, if you if you know somebody that went to the theological seminary or went to uh, divinity school, a lot of times the book of Daniel and Revelation are taught together in the same course. But Daniel is a powerful prophet. He is a contemporary of Ezekiel. 
and he pinpoint predicts so many future events. The destruction of the temple again. Remember, the Jews are going to come back and their temple is going to get destroyed again. It's this vicious circle of redemption, the cycle, of yeah, cycle of sin. And nowhere else in the Bible are there so many historically accurate predictions found in such a condensed book. He correctly predicts the fall of Jerusalem to the emperor Titus. Romans, in his age, they never heard of Roman Empire. They're it's like, just, what's that? Yeah, it is amazing. Well, although we can't predict the future, no. we can tell you where we're going to be next yeah. Tuesday night on election night. We will be at Rudy's. Yes, we will. We will be with our friend Don. Dr. Donna Campbell. Right. I was like, wait. Senator Dr. Donna Campbell. She's both. And um, so we want to remind y'all, you got one week left. Early voting is going on yes. right now. Don't forget to vote, and don't forget to vote for our good friend, Dr. Campbell. If you ha- if you don't know who she is, we did a show with her on the Book of Ruth earlier Esther. this year. Esther, I'm sorry. I said it, Ruth. The, I, I had to edit that out <laughs> in the show because I kept saying the Book of Ruth. But, yes, she did a great show on the Book of Esther, and you really should go back and listen to it. And it's a good time. Thank you for reminding me. All you have to do to find the show is Google ChristCast 2020 or say Alexa, play ChristCast 2020 podcast since we're syndicated on TuneIn Live. So there's no excuse not to listen to the show. Ten minutes. It's all we ask every week. Maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less, but around there. (laughs) And I'll be at River City Community Church where Miss Patch teaches now. Um, I was invited to be their speaker for Veterans Day. So I'll be out there talking about the show and talking about why this country is worth fighting. Hey, after the break, we're going to talk about the book of Daniel, and we'll do it all right after this. This is State Senator Donna Campbell. My faith gives me courage in my convictions, and it helps me to ensure that when I vote, that my votes are aligned with Christ's teachings. You know, whatever our role is, whatever we're meant to do, We are made to praise the Lord and be a witness for Him. All right, we are back from the break. This is an interesting thing. King Nebuchadnezzar um, has destroyed the city of Jerusalem, and he sends out these instructions in Daniel chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. The king said, Select only the young men of Judah's royal family as captives. So I'm out. Um, Select only healthy and good-looking young men. I'm out again. Make sure they are well-versed in every branch of learning and gifted with knowledge and good judgment and suited to serve in the royal palace. Train them in the language and literature of Babylon. Daniel... At least he's putting his servants to good use. Yeah, Daniel is going to become basically a prime minister of a foreign nation that has just, just taken over captured. his yeah just by being captured and uh, he's going to uh, he's going to find himself really surrounded by just the opulence and the splendor of Babylon and yet it's not going to change him and it's a great metaphor for both our generations yeah. it's easy to get distracted when you go someplace else and you get far away from God it's very easy to forget what what it's all about well, Daniel also talks about multiple other things in the Bible, and he's just saying what his experiences were a little bit like in Daniel 4, verse 17. For this has been decreed by the messengers. It is a commanded by the Holy One, so that everyone may know that the Most High rules over the kingdoms of the world. He gives them to anyone he chooses, even the lowliest of people. Like, that's him even if when he's in the middle of Babylon yep. capture he's still talking about God even though he knows that might get him killed he knows that it will be 
the ultimate thing of the Babylons converted and that they came to Jesus. That's right. You'll read the story about the writing on the wall. He's going to see the Babylonians. Remember we talked about coming up from behind or the Persians? Yes. They're going to take over. He's going to work for King Darius. He's going to have... He's going to be a witness to and a guest of two very, very different kingdoms, and yet he never turns away from God. And it is a great lesson um, for all of us today. Now, like I said earlier, the, the interesting thing about Daniel is it foreshadows, a word that Kiki uses a lot, the great word. Um, the first revelation, like the book of Revelation, it describes an earthly kingdom being God's kingdom. Both books mention the angel of God, Michael. Both describe a book with the names of the righteous, and both describe the Antichrist and see, visualize, God sitting on his heavenly throne. Now, um, I got to say, thinking about our last, you know, this book kind of made me, I don't know, not sad, but it made me think about that Revelation is going to be our last show together and so i thought you know it's a ways down the road but yeah still, but it, that's going to be a little while it'll be a little while we still got quite a bit of stuff to do but i can tell you as much as i've learned going through the bible this way with you book by book by book reading all of it i haven't figured out everything but one Neither thing I. <laughs> one thing i have found out is that in every lesson in every theology Jesus Christ is coming back. There is no mistake about that. There will be a moment. As we say in the Apostles' Creed, well, Jesus to come both the living and the dead, the righteous and the unrighteous. And Kiki, and my advice to you is... Don't get left behind, because if you do, you're missing out on a lot. You're going to miss out. You will be in a place exiled like Seguin, except there won't be an on-the-grind coffee or anything good. It'll just be eternal pain and suffering, and you'll never get to be happy once you're down there. You know, it's much better to be on the list of the righteous. And one way to do that is to um, put down the social media, pick up the Bible for five or ten minutes a day, and if you don't have time to do that, listen to us. Listen to our show. Yeah. We will get you through every book of the Bible. And My you name, don't have to be an expert on it either. No. It's like you just have to know that Jesus saved you and That's that right. he's out there for you specifically, and he's not leaving and you. And I will tell you that the, the, the biggest lesson I've learned is that I never really thought about reading the Bible this way, but it's how I read every other book I've ever read. I start at the beginning and I go to the end, so I really am getting a lot more out of it this time. Anyway, my name is Jason Dyes alongside Kiki Culpepper and to God be the glory. We know practice runs in life. This is the